Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. I'm very excited for today's guest. We have something coming from us from what they say is across the pond. Dr. Pathalingam, say hello. Hi, everyone. Um, you can call me Menaka. Yes, my surname, or family name, as you call it, is Pathalingam. Yeah, so Menaka, I appreciate that, but I, I definitely want our audience to, to know that you're a dentist. Um, why don't you um, reassure us that you're a dentist and tell us how did you get involved in dentistry? What made you become a dentist? Um, so I think when I was around 10 years old, and I think I had a lot uh, to do with that from my dad. My dad's a doctor. Um, so at 10 years, I remember I wrote, uh, my ambition is to become a dentist. However, um, I'm from Sri Lanka, and um, I got uh, caught up in the war and left the country and went to India, in Bangalore. That's where I did my dentistry and became a lecturer there. And then as fate would have it, as many people, um, then got married and moved to the UK, did my qualifying exams. And I've been a dentist for 25 years and a practice owner for the past 15 years. Wow, that's fantastic. You don't look even close to being old enough to... um, (laughs) I take it. Um, and I don't mean that um, sarcastically. Um, so you got into, so, you know, you dentist, you have practice, um, but you're also um, a speaker and a coach um, and work with, who, who, who's your, who do you work with mostly? Healthcare professionals mainly. So okay. just to give a gist of the journey and the, why I do what I do, um, I went to India because of uh, the war and then I never studied English till I went to dental school or university. And then I had this big thing about my English not being good. So I was a trainer, I was a lecturer and um, I was a practice owner, but I still had that hiccup. And unfortunately, with, for many reasons, a few years back, I was signed off uh, with depression and burnout. And that's when I started exploring myself. I wrote my book, published, and then I felt I'm not alone who is in this point of, uh, you know, we think we are invincible. And as particularly as healthcare professionals, we put ourselves at the rock bottom. We want to serve our patients. We want to be there for the family to provide, but we never look after ourselves. And uh, I call, I smile all the time and I say, it's smile is great, provided you don't use it as a mask to hide your pain. And uh, because it, people don't identify it and you don't get the help you really deserve and need. So that's the reason I started uh, to, to do the training with my personal experience. If I can even help one person not go through what I went through, that would be really helpful. And it's terrific attitude and outlook and certainly helping other people is a great way to, to invest in ourselves too, right? So um, I appreciate that and love what you're doing. Let me ask you, what are some challenges and, and problems that you see dentists facing today that they haven't um, before? And of course, you know, international problems, right? Not just problems in England, but worldwide. What are some issues that you see that the dentists are coming to you for? So mainly I think it is well-being. 
Um, we are told from us very early on, I think a certain type of people generally go into certain careers and we are kind of perfectionists. We want to do it. And then the profession teaches us or even in universities or dental schools, we are taught the more the letters we have at the back, it's better. The more you perform, it's better. So it's always, it's never enough. You are never enough. And you judge yourself so much more than anybody else judges you. You never, you are told that, you know, you cannot fail. And life doesn't work like that. You will have failures, you will fall, and you cannot keep uh, adding in. And it all comes from a place of lack, at least it did for me, because I think um, not, as I mentioned before, not studying English or being the oldest kid in the university because I had to discontinue and start again. And or you know, coming to the UK and you're not uh, from the home ground. All that experiences kind of uh, made me think I'm just not enough. My way of coping with it was to do a, a course junkie, you know, just one course after the other, the other. And sure. you think that is the way you are going to have success. However, what I found out is if you are not having personal satisfaction or happiness, A, it is questionable whether you will be able to attain success. But even if you do, you can definitely not uh, be able to sustain it for sure. And I think most of the dentists or doctors or um, even nurses who have worked with me, uh, even management people who have worked with me, and I think that's the main thing. All those people are very smart, very successful in their professions, but are they happy? Perhaps not so much. Or are they fulfilled? Because they came to this profession to help other people, but we are not encouraged to help ourselves and look after ourselves at the same time. And I think that's a huge issue. Sure. So, you know, you, you, you said it, and we know that dentists take care of people every day. They take care of their patients, their team members, their family, their children, their parents, and so somebody wants to start taking care of themselves first, right? And they want to put themselves um, first today so that they can be better for those other people, right? So it is actually, I think, very selfless to put yourself first often, um, especially with the right heart. What are three or four steps that someone can take today to start to overcome some of these feelings um, and to kind of get themselves on a, on a healthy track? So I call it the smile system because I am known for the by smile and my practice is called the smile. My company for training is called Smile Leadership Academy. So for me, first one is about self-awareness or self-assessment. It's about identifying your reputation, what you think of yourself first. 360 assessment we do for the business all the time. But and what how other people see you. And I think usually there's a discrepancy and how people see you are much better than how you see yourself. And second bit is, I think, self-satisfaction. It is important to use that methodology. Um, uh, you know, sometimes it's known as coaching wheel to know where you are in which area. It's I um, exactly tell it's like four tires you have in the car. And if one tire is punctured and you're going for three with the three tires, you can't go too far. So it's really important to assess that situation. And then also acknowledge your dreams and goals and it's okay to have to have your own dreams it's okay to have your aspirations but you know and also resources 
and gives because we normally see when it's resources we always talk about business or profession but we have our own resources our experiences what we have learned we have so much but are we tapping into them and are we identifying them and using them and the last one is like ecosystem isn't it jim ron beautifully says you are the average of five people you're surrounding yourself with um, right. are you in the right crowd for that and then of course um, the motivation Uh, and micro magic magnets i call them the micro habits every day what you do uh, for me uh, what helps is the meditation mindfulness mindfulness suits me so much more meditation because i'm a chatterbox i find it really hard to sit for a long time and but mindfulness is just be present when i'm talking to you right now i'm not thinking or doing anything else i'm not thinking about anything as i'm being present and giving my best at this moment for this podcast and that's mindfulness and so it's easy to do and then of course inscription or journaling uh, it is a life changer for me so i write every day um, five things or at minimum three things what i am grateful for how did the day go and um, what i can do better and then reflect it I, I call my navigation system because if without reflection you can't do better or worse next day. So you need to reflect and the direction. Every day you need to think at least one thing. Why? What is so important for you in that one day? So this morning when I woke up last night actually, I wrote. Hopefully, I will be do my best and give my best to this podcast, and that was it. So that kind of helped me. So as soon as I walked in, I told my receptionist, five uh, o'clock. you have to catch up catch up because i have to go for this podcast i have to get ready mentally uh, ready so i think that's wh- what it is and then of course um then inspirations who is your inspiration what is your experiences so far what are your limitation or stumbling blocks you have within yourself and who is you know who you can look up who you can go for help it could be a coach or mentor or someone you admire you know just keep those people ready so it, it will help um then i think it's about um leadership isn't it leading yourself affirmations really help for me i know it's a big woo woo particularly the scientific lot of aesthetics but it has me so i'm going to tell you don't have to tell a big thing just say i am enough or what you you know what is your story you know, just accept it and have an unconditional love you always have unconditional love for your children your loved ones but are you showing that for yourself gratitude and um, the last one for me is expansion of possibilities and elevating the progress basically what i'm trying to say is always ask for help um that's have accountability and never have a limitation where how much you can grow uh, in 2019 i got an award um in the uk parliament of course i was over the moon which i never dreamt it would happen but more than that for me even when i wrote the book it is about a small town girl who doesn't didn't speak in english um moved had to move three countries migrated i say i you know ticked off the 3d's the death the divorce the depression uh, if i can make it i want other people to look at it and think oh if she can do it we can all do it i think sure. uh, so i think these are the things for me really that's great advice um i and i agree with everything that you said by the way and the, i will 
I want to add a little bit though that these things take practice to get good at, right? So let me talk about mindfulness a little bit. It's something that I struggle with and I try to, right? And I, I, I say, hey, I'm going to meditate, right? And I know that meditation is a really good way to practice mindfulness. Being disciplined to meditate is so hard. Like it's, I can go a day without eating. I can work out six days a week, but to actually say, hey, twice a day, I'm going to unplug for 15 minutes and do absolutely nothing, um, but meditate. Um, it's hard to do. So what is a baby step? What is one little baby step do you think that someone can do to, to maybe start meditating or maybe start practicing gratitude and, and that sort of thing? Yeah. So that's really an interesting question because I was the same. My dad did meditation yoga for a long, long time. And I used to think, what a waste of time, you know, sitting and doing nothing. I could do so much in this time being, you know, honest and candid. But I realized as actually by doing less, you can do more. But I think how I started is um, my dad taught me a bit and then I went and did my mindfulness course. So a couple of things I can tell is if you put a candle, a flame, because the objects really help looking at it and don't think, might be focus what kind of shape it is what kind of feeling it's evoking. What, so it kind of helps. And mind, I, li- I prefer mindfulness to meditation because I think it's much more forgiving and accepting because you are taught, if you the thoughts come, it's okay. You think, thank you so much for those thoughts and you know, park them aside and you can go back to where you were. So it, for me, it works. Or if you, even if you're just going for a walk, just see how your how your feet are touching the ground, or how birds are chirping, how the trees are feeling, how the breezes fall. It's not difficult. So those tiny things, and I think the main thing I found it really difficult is when I'm talking to someone. I thought being present and being mindful means I'm not showing up for you. That was big because as healthcare professional, we are taught listen, listen, listen. <laughs> No, sure. But actually, when you are present within yourself, uh, at least hold the 10% and be quiet. Actually, that helps you listen more actively. So I think mm. they are the small tips. And gratitude, it is amazing because what, I mean, I am not a person who always did the gratitude exercise. So, But when I start, okay, I have to write the three things every single day and I started picking up okay then oh you know what this is going to go into my diary or this is going to be good and obviously that particular moment your immediate mood switches because you're already appreciated that moment or appreciated someone Uh, it it doesn't have to be a big thing isn't it somebody smiling at you they can say your hair is looking good you know uh, anything or bring a coffee cup of coffee or we always and in the UK having a sun, seeing the sun itself is we have to, oh wow, that's great. Today is so sunny. So I think small things like that. Brilliant. I want to thank you very much for coming on here. And I want to encourage our audience to check out your book. Where can they find it? Resilience Learned, it's called um, Healing My Wounds and um, Finding My Wings. It's an Amazon. Amazon, great. I want to encourage our audience to check it out. And Dr. Pathalingam, I want to thank you very much for coming on today. I appreciate you taking the time and hope you have a wonderful evening and know how grateful we are for you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And um, thank you so much for your audience as well. And it's a great show. So keep supporting and keep growing. And I think uh, as they say, alone, we 
can go faster together we could go further so hopefully you're doing a great job and thank you so much it's a privilege to be here thank you thank you for joining us on today's episode did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on facebook search the dental brief on facebook or visit our website dentalbrief.com and just follow the link we look forward to having you join us again on another episode of the dental brief